you're tired of bad news, if you need some positivity, if you want to support small businesses, then welcome to Happy Grateful Blessed with Kaysville's own mayor, Tammy Tran. Here, you'll get to see the best of humanity from within Utah's hidden gem, Kaysville City. Every month, you'll discover small businesses, hear unique and incredible stories, and understand the difference you make in this wonderful city. If you haven't already, be sure to subscribe to this podcast so that you'll never miss a chance to find a new business to support and learn what makes a city like this one work as well as it does. So join us as we explore Happy Grateful Blessed with Tammy Tran. I am here today with my friend, Joy Petro, who is the mayor of Layton. Thanks for being here, Joy. <laughs> well, thank you for having me, Mayor Tran. Thank you. You have been um, hard to catch. I mean, I see you all the time. <laughs> we, we have meetings almost every week. But I remember asking you a couple, well, really last year. And uh-huh. you've just been so busy doing your own mayor job that you haven't had time. So I appreciate you being willing to come in and talk to me on my podcast. Well, I, you know, I apologize. And you're absolutely well, right. And I, and I don't mean it that way, but... <laughs> <laughs> well, you're just you're doing such great things for Leighton is really how I mean it. I mean, you're out there working hard, so. Well, once I think you can see now once you've been in there that how much mm-hmm. fun it is and how you want to just stay focused and do all that you can for your city. It's really true. You know, when I first um ran for mayor, I thought, okay, maybe we'll have a couple meetings and this will be fun. I didn't realize how many committees <laughs> and how many boards and extra things that no, don't necessarily have to do with your actual city, say, yes. that you get invited to participate in. And you are so heavily involved. Tell us a little bit about what you do. Well, um, you know, I'm I'm a person that believes that if you're going to do something, you better do it right and yes. give it your all. Right? I've seen that. And um, so when I made the commitment to run for office, I mean, that was, that's exactly the way I, I withheld jumped in and did and continue to do so. And then as mayor, you're absolutely right. You 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 kind of have this vision or thought what it's like, but then once you get in there, you realize, oh man, there's so much more. And my experience is now that those boards and all those committees that you get on, that's just a good way to be able to help represent your city and in the long run, hopefully bring funding there as well, right? Because, True. I mean, even though we're not a voting, bo- we don't vote with the governing body of the city, it's our job to kind of champion the city. It's true. It's true. And I really didn't completely understand how that worked in terms of other organizations that support the cities and mm-hmm. the state. And, you know, for example, um, Wasatch Integrated Waste Management the, a board that you chair, which is about, which deals with the landfill, and and it's a it's a really big deal. It is. It's you but know, you're but, the chair of that board, and when I first was invited to be on the board, I thought, oh, okay, sure, I'm not really sure what this all means, but it's really important and it's really impactful. It is. And it's a big deal. So, I well, mean, that's one of those services that you just take for granted. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's kind of like. You have garbage, you expect it to be picked up, and you expect it to be dealt with week after week, and you don't want any hiccups, right? True. But there's the whole operational side of that, and then the whole landfill side, and then, you know, what are you going to do in the future that Mm. you need to focus on, and how can you better that landfill? How can you mitigate the smells? All of that has come into play, and I, I, I... I enjoy it. I mean, basically, I'm talking trash, but I love it. <laughs> you are, and it's it's great that you're so involved because it matters. Not only because it's in the Leighton boundary, but it's because it's really important for our whole county, and that's 
That's it, what's been really interesting for me to learn. It is. I mean, there's, you know, there's several cities that are represented there. And mm-hmm. and the neat thing about it is it doesn't matter what size your city is. Each one of you get a vote. Right. And, and that vote's and equal. And, and that's what's really neat. The way that we collaborate as cities and then work together as the county for the betterment of everybody. Um, a couple of maybe a month ago, I know I was talking to you about, hey, I want to do this for Kaysville. And you said, well, you know, Layton has this facility and it's such a great amenity for the county because we can all participate. You know, it's really nice for cities to be able to say, okay, this is what we have. This is what you have. And we all we all just share that information and mm-hmm. we support each other. And I really appreciated that approach because the approach is so inclusive and it really helped me to understand the regional importance of what we do. It, it, it's like anything else, you know, the more you can build those relationships and understand each other's needs, then together you can kind of better one another. I mean, it's no different than a marriage, right? <laughs> right. I mean, not that we're married by any means, you know, city by city, but the fact that we you are. can, but you, you know, you just want to inspire and help grow and make the proper decisions for both of us because, sure. you know, the traffic flows through both of our towns, mm-hmm. the, our um, services are, are like, right. and so, you know, yeah. you just want to make sure that, uh, you know, you take care of one another. And that's what I love about the, you know, the council of government. Oh yeah, it's a it's a great organization, isn't it? It is. It is run run by the county, but all of the cities participating as well as the agencies that represent. And you're speaking like a seasoned professional. How long have you actually been involved <laughs> in city municipal government? Well, it's interesting. Um, I got elected back in 2012. Started in 13 as a city council member for Layton, and then in 2020. Um, we had a situation where the um, our current mayor was able to be elected as one of our county commissioners, mm-hmm. which is Bob Stevenson. Right. So that opened up the mayor's seat. And so we did a, a, a regular election for that position. And I ran and was able to be successful. And right. ironically, it was in... 2020, which we all know what that was like, but mm-hmm. at the same time, Layton was celebrating their 100th anniversary. Very, and, very awesome. Yeah, it was it was so memorable. And then I was also the first female elected to our city. In, so, in Layton's history, 100 years. But, yeah, 100 years. That is so neat. That's really, but, really, that's historic. I mean, how many people can say that they've they've done that? <laughs> it's neat, Joy. You're you're paving the way. Joy, where did you grow up? I'm assuming it's in Leon, but tell us a little bit about your, your childhood and your life. Okay, sure. Uh, you're absolutely right. I grew up in Leighton, and um, I've obviously had the chance to see our city change and grow very much yes. since that time. But uh, my, I, my dad was a, um, a cattle rancher, not a big rancher, but enough that it, it provided for the family, and we... He raised uh, black Angus beef, and so we would, um, in the summertime, we would take the cows out to what we called the lake, <laughs> which I have to chuckle because realistically, it's it's just the property west of the bluff out in Syracuse. Oh, really? So, at, which at the time seemed clear out there, probably. Oh, it, it did. I mean, it, it was considered lake. Pro- you know, it was called the lake because it was so. 
mucky. Mm-hmm. And I can remember going out there and we'd have to walk miles, mending fences and carrying those little U-shaped nails and, you know, pounding oh, really? pound the fence the back wire. together. Yeah, bob bar- wire fence is what it was. Yeah. And um, so, you know, I know the Syracuse area really well from that point of view. And then um, we had a farm on Antelope Drive. Oh, and okay. it's so bizarre to think that Pretty we awesome. used to run the cows up and down Antelope. <laughs> That's your childhood. Yeah. I mean, because we had a farm that was a little west, and, you know, Harris Dairy used to be on the north side, and they had a, a good um, loading r- ramp, and so we'd drive the cows up there to use their loading ramp to be able to take them to market. Oh, okay. But... Um, as I look at my childhood, I kind of realized that, you know, it's like everything else, you know, you learn to work and you put your head down and you get things done. And mm-hmm. that's kind of the way I've always been in my life and always looking for, you know, the good in people as well or opportunities. Right. I mean, and, and opportunities to serve. I mean, mm-hmm. when I talk to people, because we, we share the border, um, from Leighton especially, but really all over, you're so well-known and well-liked, and people know you. <laughs> in fact, I was talking to my brother and sister-in-law and my sister-in-law. They live in Leighton, and I wasn't really sure how politically involved they were. They're delegates now. Okay. And I, I, I mentioned you, and they said, oh, we love her. We love Joy Petro. She's the best mayor. And I Aww. didn't know that they were paying attention, and there's no reason for them to have said that to me. So I think it's neat, and I hear that pretty often. Well, thank you. But I got to tell you, I have strong ties to Kaysville as well. That's true. You do. <laughs> you do. My uh, my sister lives in Kaysville, and, uh, you know, she married an Egbert, which okay. Egberts were, had yes. all the uh, sheep up mm-hmm. Mutton Hollow Road. But um, And my favorite school teacher lived out on Sunset Drive. Really? I and I used Sunset. to go to her house a lot. Really? So, oh, that's you know, I, I I've watched Kaysville really grow change. and change as well. So that's what I mean. It's this whole area. I mean, I just you love it. I do. It's it's a great area. And and you're comfortable here and you know you know the you know people here. You know what we like here. You know our culture. Mm-hmm. And it's pretty special. It is. It, it it really is. I love the fact that you know Kaysville's uh, more of a bedroom community. Mm-hmm. Um Leighton's got the e-commerce. Right. And Syracuse has changed quickly. <laughs> it is. I remember when Syracuse was, I mean, there was really nothing, there really wasn't anything to it. Mm-mm. It was just a couple subdivisions, and, and that was it. And I remember driving out there thinking, boy, this is the middle of nowhere, and now it's beautiful and wonderful, and it's growing. Well, this whole area was very much a farming community, you know, in particular the whole west side. It's true. I remember thinking, why would anybody live over there? It's in the middle of nowhere. Talking about West Caseville versus East Caseville when we first moved in. Mm-hmm. As far as your love for this area, mm-hmm. is that is that mostly what made you decide to run for city council? <laughs> or, I mean, where do, people ask me that all the time, and it's kind of hard sometimes to really answer. You just go, I love my city. And a lot of times that's just it. It's true. I mean, I... I, I I do love my city. I mean, I grew up here. I mean, I I know what it's like and and all the different programs and everything that's happened over the years, right? And um you know, I've kind of always like I said it, it I when I was thinking of your podcast here and you know, some of the questions you were going to ask, it's like, boy, my childhood really I I feel very fortunate to be raised here because I had such a 
great experience on so many different levels. Uh, and um, early on, I can remember in, well, in junior high, this is a, I shouldn't tell this story, but I remember I wanted to run for a class office, our ninth grade class office. I mean, I was active in the team sports and, you know, and thought, oh, I can do this. Da, 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 da. <laughs> right. So I go put my name in and <laughs> get called out of my class. And the teacher comes up and she says, uh, yeah, you can't run for office. And I go, why? <laughs> she says, you don't have good enough grades. Oh, and I go, I'm like, grades? What does grades have to do with it? <laughs> right, exactly. But, That's great. But, you know, that was the turning point for me because... I, that year, now that was in eighth grade, right? Because he was running for a ninth grade mm -hmm. office. My ninth grade year, I did an about face and I buckled down and I started started hitting really? the books and really understanding the value of an education. And then my sophomore year, um, I ran for the sophomore class president and was successful. And I didn't know it at the time, didn't even think twice about it, but... Um, they they told me, do you realize Leighton Highs never had a female class off class really? president? Joy, way back then, <laughs> back in, then in junior so, high, that's yeah. really neat. So I look at that and I kind of go, oh, okay. And I didn't even think about this until I was reflecting back, mm -hmm. you know, like trying to get ready for your podcast here. And I'm like, <laughs> whoa, what do I say? But oh, I love um, it. But yeah, I look at that and I thought, well, you know, that that's probably was the foundation for where what's happened today, even though, you know, you go on with life mm -hmm. and I had a wonderful career and did a mm -hmm. lot of things that way, was able to travel a lot. So I've had a good exposure as far as all the different types of right. cities and opportunities oppor and, and traffic problems, as well as, um, you know, just a, a whole plethora of stuff. You just have a really... Um big view of, mm -hmm. of the world because because of your professional experience I know mm -hmm. that you've you've done a lot of traveling that way I, I love the fact that your first experience with um, public service or public office was in as a little girl though <laughs> and hearing that that maybe there you know you have to be balanced in your life you and do. you were probably really good at sports and you thought why not I can do this I've got lots of friends and then realized that the that you had to work hard and academically too yeah, That's neat. That, that like I said, that was the turning point for me. But um, I, I, I feel like, th like I said, those are early years is what kind of builds you into where you are today. Because there's no way serving, being a public servant, can you accomplish anything if you go in there thinking you can do it yourself. I mean, True. that's the wrong attitude. And mm -hmm. um, I've got a, we've got a great team in place now, our council, as well as we've had great council in the past, too. I mean, fortunately, some of the foundation that they set right. years ago, we're now reaping the benefits of it or able to bring their vision to fruition True, where before they couldn't because it, what, the opportunities weren't there or the things weren't lined up. And that's true. So now today we're able to do that. And that's, that's the exciting thing. It is. Neat, and when you it? think of that on not just a city level, but a county level or even a state level, mm -hmm. you can see why Utah is such a great place to be. You really can. And and I think, but, but it takes passion and it takes people. It takes people who care. It does. And are willing to step up. Um, I love hearing about people's stories when they come on the podcast and just their life experiences because it's it's easy for me listening to them to see how their life's prepared them. The choices that they've made is, have prepared them for what they're doing now. 
you know, and people sometimes will say, I don't want to be on the podcast. I don't have anything to talk about. But it's really neat to hear them. <laughs> that's why it took me a year. <laughs> well, I was going to say, and that's what's really neat is because you can, you can look back and think, boy, I've done incredible things. And... That brings us to something else. Okay. Um, I hope you're okay with with us talking about this. Sure. Um, I'm really excited that you've you're stepping up yet again, <laughs> and and you're willing. Um, and and other candidates are willing as well. Yes. To to step up and and do something really brave. So tell us about that. Well, speaking about bravery, I mean, I have to say it starts with the Speaker of the House, you know, mm-hmm. Brad Wilson. He's uh, done an excellent job, and and he knows that there's the next level is vacated, meaning Romney's seat mm-hmm. in the Senate. So, you know, he's doing the same thing. He's like going, okay, there's I, I can there's do a even need more there. good. There's uh-huh. a, yeah, there's a vacancy. I want to go for that, and that's kind of where I'm at with his seat. I I it was it I approached it very seriously. I had to take a lot into consideration, and it wasn't an easy decision. No, not at all, because I know how much you love serving as the mayor and and all the relationships that you've built over the last 10 years. Mm-hmm. So, like I said, it's it's not an easy decision, but then when you have so many people tell you that, geez, with your experience and your knowledge and knowing what needs to take place on a local level, we need that in in our legislature because yeah. you know there's only what 10 percent that have that serve that has ever been mm-hmm. who has ever been in an elected position on a local level and you can tell that by the amount of i don't want to say it, it, ma- it, it, i don't want to say the m word but you know by the right. amount of um interesting interesting opportunities <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> as they as they create laws that yeah. affect us in cities. Yeah, they do. And it's, you know, and so I, I, that's why I feel like, okay, somebody's got to step up and be able to support not only Syracuse, Layton, and Kaysville, mm-hmm. but when you look at Davis County and the 15 cities there that, you know, really, once again, you're you're working that team effort by all of, all of the northern have to kind of right. help bring as much opportunities this way for, that come down out of the legislature, but then you got to keep an open mind and recognize that you're still representing the state of Utah. True. So once again, it's those relationships and those that ability to kind of um, analyze the big picture and not not be sold right away on one, on just one fact that's been given to you. You need mm-hmm. to do your due diligence and make it's sure true. you're voting properly for, for for most of us. Well, and it, so, well, just first of all, I, I want to tell you, thank you for being willing to step up because we have great people running and um, it's neat when people are willing to jump in. I think that what's really important to me as a delegate Mm-hmm. is to know that I have an opportunity to, because this will be a special election, so yep. it'll just be a delegate convention on November 2nd. Yes. So the delegates in your District 15 will mm-hmm. be voting for for a representative to represent them. And then you'll have to run next year, <laughs> right, for the seat. And so as a delegate here in Davis County, I am grateful that we've got wonderful people stepping up. To, to me, it's really important to have someone who does have municipal leadership. Um, Karen P- Representative Karen Peterson uh-huh. asked me to be a co-director of her new PAC. It's called Elevating Local Leaders. And the reason that we wanted to do this and the reason I was so interested in joining this organization is, is because it's really important to us 
who have been in these seats mm-hmm. in munis- at the municipal leadership level to to know that we have people that were that are representing us at the House or in the Senate that understand what it feels like to receive unfunded mandates yes. and direction from the state. You know, when the state makes a law, it seems like a great idea. It does. Initially, it does. And, and it probably is a great idea, but what they don't realize is how much money it takes us on a city level to make sure that we're able to implement that policy. Correct. And so it's just really important, I think, to have people who understand how that works. Well, it so. is, and that's why I, I, that's why I said, you know, I, I know that, um, including yourself, there's been a lot of good people that really could have done this and should have done this. But at the same time, <laughs> you know, it's all about it's all about it's the a, timing and true. the commitment. And you know, going back to the mayor's role, mm-hmm. you know, people think that, like you said, you thought it'd be a couple of meetings a month, right? Oh right. no, it's full. It's a full. Week yes, work. I mean, it it's is. it's forty hours plus. I mean, Joy. I was talking to my husband, and he said, "Well, how often do you work with the other mayors?" And I said, "I see you almost weekly mm-hmm. at at a meeting or a committee or a commission or a board." Right. And so, and that's just one meeting. Right. In addition to having a full time job, like we do, <laughs> and families and other mayoral duties within our own cities. Correct. Um, one one of the things that you do that I absolutely love is just the, the way that you personalize events for people within your city. And I know that as a state legislator, you do continue to do the same thing. I love your Mondays with the Mayor videos. Oh, thank you. Um, I think that it's just a really neat way for people to understand, okay, this is what goes on in my city. This is a business that maybe you're highlighting. This is an event you're talking about. I really love that you're so good at communicating. And and I hope to see that. Well, I can I can tell Continue. you. I know it will. I, I can tell you that that's the one thing that I've thought about as far as you know the the level of communication at the from the representative side or House District 15. And I need to say and want to say thank you to the delegates because to me you've earned that trust with your neighbors. And not only that, you're willing to take time out of your day. And go through the same process that we have to on a on a whether you're on a city council or mayor level, right? When you're trying to make decisions, those same people are doing this. Our role right now, trying to put forth the best candidate to fill uh, Speaker Wilson's seat. So you know, I want to say thank you to them, really, because that's what it's all about. But myself, yeah, I plan on staying in touch. I want to. I mean, I. In order to represent them, I need their feedback. I need to know what's important to them. Mm-hmm. That's and true. that's my intent is to have every one of them in my phone and be able to say, hey, this is coming up. What's your thoughts? How do you want me to vote? See, I love that, Joy. And you've been a delegate. Mm-hmm. Oh, many times. I've been active in the party <laughs> for many times, different roles, and continue to do so. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, I don't fill any, any one position there. But any time they have a void, whether it be a precinct or a vice chair, I've filled in in both of those. Right. I've helped out with elections. I've helped out with drive-throughs. You name it. I'm. I don't. I'm. To me, that's what it's about. It's. It's. If somebody needs help, it's. It's. About it's, a, it's one call. It. So, right. Hey, exactly. Can you help? You bet. I will. Well, and that's. I. I that's what I'm sure that the dogs. That's what I'm sure the dogs. The delegates are going to continue to love about you because you're just so accessible. And 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 having served as a delegate, having served within the party, having grown up with such great work ethic and conservative values, Joy, I just think that you're going to be a great communicator and a great representative. 
Well, I hope that comes true November second because <laughs> my birthday's on the fourth, and that would be the perfect birthday gift. It would gift. be. It would be a great <laughs> birthday gift. And so we just need delegates to show up. We've yes. got to be at the meetings. We have to vote in person, everybody. So if you're listening to this, please make sure that you're there. November second, six thirty, yes. Shoreline Junior High. Shoreline Junior High, and it will be pretty quick. Hopefully, it's ranked choice voting, which means that um, if the if the number one vote getter doesn't receive I think 60% then we have to we have to vote again and we keep voting mm -hmm. and so it's just really important for people to show up we have to show up and be involved well like I said it's it's it well there's 106 candidate or delegates and hopefully you'll get at least 50% of them there to decide so that means realistically this this seat could be decided on 50 votes and every single vote matters. It does. Every vote. This is this is what the Constitution is based on, right? It's true. It's the representation of the people. Right. And that's what we need. We need yes. people to show up to represent their neighbors and make sure they put forth the best candidate. Well, and in Davis County especially, mostly because I... I've grown up here and lived here too. Um, we we love the ability to be representative. Mm -hmm. We love the ability to have a voice. We know that our voice and our and our vote counts, and so it's a really great place to be. It's a great county to live in it because is. we're passionate and we care. So we do, and mm -hmm. um, you know, we, I'm, I'm going to end with saying, House District 15. Let's. Be strong. Let's continue to be strong. <laughs> what's your What's your uh, website? <laughs> oh, good idea. Yes. Oh. Um, it's PetroHD15.com. Excellent. PetroHD15.com. I loved your gas tank campaign <laughs> signs as well, Joy. I remember before I even it, before I even met you, driving around Layton, seeing some of your signs and thinking, "Oh, she's awesome." <laughs> I just thought that is so cool, and you handmade every single one of those. I have. So, I've, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty frugal, you, uh, and yes. I treat. I've treated every budget, my personal one, the city one, and hopefully the state's budget as well, in the mm -hmm. same manner. You are awesome. You're a true conservative and a true public servant. So thank you. Okay. Well, it's thanks for having me. To you. Thanks, Joy. To all my podcast listeners, thank you for listening. I really appreciate your feedback and your support. Please leave comments and please leave suggestions for future guests. And most importantly, subscribe. Thank you.